up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Two Game Podcast, where every week we are talking about games and nerdy shit all throughout the episodes. This week, we are jumping back into The Last Ronin. I am Matt Primo, here today with my co-host, Christian Valencia. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm, uh, I'm fantastic. Mm. Getting hot and sweaty in the bathroom with you? Yes. Yes. We're always hot and sweaty. So we've been gone for a couple weeks. Uh, reason for that, I had a death in the family. And then the week before that, I think we just had scheduling conflicts to which we couldn't do that. Uh, so that's where we've been. Uh, but this is the last Ronin issue number two. So if you've listened to issue number one, we've already done that deep dive into that issue. If you have not listened to it, go back. I don't remember what specific episode it's in, but go check that out. The last Ronin number one. So this whole episode is going to be devoted to the last Ronin number two. And we're going to be kind of doing the same thing. I'm going to be deep diving into the story. So, hey, you haven't read it? I'm basically going to give you the story <laughs> in broader sense. Maybe not so much uh, as detailed as the first episode, but you're going to get the idea of what's going on. Jazz. And we're really going to take a deep dive into <laughs> this second issue. <laughs> some stuff happened, some other stuff happened, and things happened. <laughs> Donskis. <laughs> <laughs> and they happened. And then and we're signing out. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the last run number two is what we're going to be talking about uh, pretty much the entire time. We're going to run through our playlist, what we've been doing for the last two weeks. Uh, Christian has some games that he's been playing. Uh, I have a game that I've been playing, but I can't really talk about right now. Not because I'm playing some new game and I'm some, like, fucking big shot that uh, for review or anything like that. I'm not that like that. It's just i got to save what I'm playing for our deep dive series, which I'll get into in a minute. Jizz. <laughs> but this is episode... 47. Let's jump into it, sir. Let's jump on. Uh, what, what you been watching here lately? So, I started two new animes. Who knew? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway. Patience with this one. <laughs> They're both long. Shout out. And not in that sense. Are they, girth- are they girthy? No. Because if they're long and girthy, can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Hard pass. <laughs> You're going to end up like tearing something. <laughs> I so, can feel you in my belly. Death March to a Parallel World Rhapsody. It's the first one. <laughs> it's full of substance. <laughs> <laughs> and then, God help me on this one. Uh, Siri Gensuku Spirit Chronicles. We're just going to go with Spirit Chronicles. <laughs> just fuck that. And go fuck yourself. <laughs> my words exactly. <laughs> Basically, both of them get transported into a new world. Who fucking knew? Mm. (laughs) And they're fucking OP. Mm -hmm. Like, OP. And it's pretty badass. There's some fighting and some killing. And some slaughtering. I like slaughtering. Yeah, but not in the slaughtering of like... Goblin Slayer. Goblin Slayer. (laughs) There's still some slaughtering. And a little bit of harem. But, you know... Mm. Nobody nobody doesn't like harems. (laughs) I'm okay with it. (laughs) I am too. Um... The Death March one is dubbed for those who like dubbed, and it's also subbed on, but it's dubbed on Funimation, which is owned by that owns Crunchyroll. But you know, I don't know the logistics. <laughs> it's so confusing. But Funimation has it in dubbed, but Crunchyroll doesn't. And Spirit Chronicles is just subbed. But they're supposed to be uh, integrating those apps I'm, into one big one. I'm hoping so, and I hope they keep the Funimation like the interface. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, French world can fuck itself. <laughs> you go fuck yourself. I mean, that's why you got bought out. Because <laughs> your interface sucks. 
Yeah, I, I heard they're they're wanting to do one giant 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 app. Well, they're trying. What they were trying to do is bypass all the pirate stuff. Mm-hmm. Is what they're trying to stop. Is part of the reason why, not because you know everybody wants to own everything. You know what? Would, what I wonder what would, kind of app it would be like. The logistics behind doing like a DC universe type of app with anime. So you can watch the anime, but you can also go read the manga at the same Ooh, time in the be, same app. That'd be hot. That'd be hot. Really hot. I mean, I still want my my uh, Sword Art Online stuff, but that's neither here nor there. Oh. Which, uh, sir, we're getting closer to getting our collection. Uh, Demon Slayer? <laughs> Wait, I did see that. <laughs> I'm like, all right, bro, fucking give it to me. <laughs> that shit's going to be so fucking hot. I'm going to touch it. <laughs> so, yeah, Christian and I, I'm sure we mentioned already on the podcast already, but we pre-ordered the uh, box set collection for Demon Slayer. Season one. S- yeah, season one. And it's going to be fucking dope. And it comes in a special box? Yes. It's fucking hot. Y'all know, like, y'all, y'all know I like collector's items. That's true. He does. I showed him my uh, Lord of the Rings 4K Steelbook Edition a minute ago. I did. You could kill somebody with that. Uh, I don't know who that is. That number sounds familiar. Uh, anyways. Uh, sorry, guys. Oh, <laughs> I forgot I was on the podcast for a second. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so yeah, I showed him the steel book and it looks fucking dope. Can you kill somebody with that thing? Which brings me to my next point. Do you like Lord of the Rings? Jizz. I'm asking you as an audience. I'm oh. asking you to I already know the answer to you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a trick question. <laughs> Do you like 4K extended edition digital? I like extended of things. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I like extended things too, but it just never gets extended. Oh. <laughs> well, I have a, a a treat for you. I like treats because <laughs> in September, if you sign up for our Patreon, patreoncom slash two game, that is the number two. You will be put into a draw. You can join us at the five dollar tier. Indeed. Join us, and your name will be put into a hat. For a drawing, for a raffle, for I will give you the extended edition copies, digital copies of the Lord of the Rings series. Indeed. That's 4K. That's hot. Just for signing up. That is a $80 value. It is. For the extended 4K editions of Lord of the Rings trilogy. $80. And all you have to do is sign up for $5. But is there more? No, there's no more. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's no more. That's it. <laughs> y'all, y'all lucky I'm giving you my fucking digital copies, okay? <laughs> but sign up and your name will be put into the ring for that raffle. Uh, hopefully that brings in some new Patreon supporters. And then when you come, shout out. Uh, I think you're gonna have a good. I think you're gonna have a good time while you're here because we have a great time. Our, we're our Patreon supporters. They're having a good time because they're coming or because they're listening to us. Both. Because our voices are like butter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a lot. It's lie. a lubricant. It's a lubricant. <laughs> that's a lie. So that, has that been the uh, only thing that you're watching? Uh, Yeah, I watched. That's all I've been really, really watching. So I've been watching a bunch of stuff. But I'm just going to get down to the nitty gritty, the the main things, okay? Because it's been two weeks. So you know, I, I watch I a know. lot. We watch a lot of shit. Uh, I watched Casino Royale last night. Reviewed <laughs> that. Fucking... Amazing. My balls itch right here. Get to the left. <laughs> to the left. To the left. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> fucking savage. I'm like, this is fucking brutal. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. He's fucking literally getting fucking his balls mutilated. <laughs> so Casino Royale watched that, reviewed that, and then I watched F9, 
Oh. That review will be out as well. Fucking hate that movie. But I decided, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back in time. I'm going to rewatch the Fast and Furious series. I'm not mm. going to review it. I'm just going to rewatch it and then rank it. So I've watched Fast and Furious 1 through 4. Yeah. Uh, I watched Disturbia because you had mentioned Ooh, it. Yes. Uh, good movie. Jaws. And then I watched the newly released The Suicide Squad. Have it, you watched it? I have. How'd you like it? I enjoyed it. Hand. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite. So, spoilers for The Suicide Squad. You can skip over in, I don't know, skip over like a minute or so to the next to the next segment. Indeed. Uh, I love the part when they're rolling through the village. <laughs> and they just kill everybody. They just slaughter everybody. And they're like, where's my men? Why didn't they tell me? And they just look at each other. And you're like, bro, that's fucking hilarious. Good <laughs> shoot, that dude. It's not a lethal kill. <laughs> Explosions. Nobody likes a bragger. Only when it's fucking dope. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's like he, you're so fucking right. <laughs> it is basically an R-rated Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, basically. And it's fucking hilarious. It, it's it's hilarious. I did not go into it high expectations, but it really, really exceeded the my The Shark Dude and Polka Dots fan were probably the <laughs> favorite. Dude, I love John Cena. I mean, I didn't see him in the movie, but apparently he was there. Oh, yeah. He was there. He was there. Apparently. I didn't see him. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I watched The Suicide Squad. I have a non-spoiler review up on our uh, review podcast, Surfing the Stream. Uh, as far as listening, sir, for me, uh, Spirit Box, fucking amazing. Foo Fighters, I just reviewed uh, Echo, Silence, Patience, and Grace album. So I've been listening to some of their other music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Crystal Lake, of obviously. Yeah. Stone Sour. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then I was I was in the mood for some Atreyu, so I listened to some Atreyu. Wow, that's old school. Yeah, right. And then uh, some Kill Switch Engage. So I haven't listened to my uh, normal, you know, Breaking Benjamin, you know, old school Shine Down, you know. But I I'm gonna go even older. I was listening to some Lost Prophets. Oh, I know, I know that's old. What's that song? Uh, Smile Empty Soul. Huh? Smile Empty Soul. No. No, that's the band. No, no, no. No. Uh. Was it Last Train Home? Is that the name yes, of it? Yes, that's the one. That's a fucking good song. They had but, two. They had like only like two good ones. Well, yeah. Then the dude got arrested for fucking I mean, like <laughs> fucking little kids. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the one that did it. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck you. But I'm not a kid. Huh? But I'm not a kid. <laughs> This did escalate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at heart, I am. It's getting, it's getting hot here. It is hot in here. Whew. <laughs> but yeah, I've been listening to them. You know, just happened to pop up on uh, Pandora. I was like, ooh, let me go I ahead and know. go to Spotify real quick and listen to this. Bring me back to eighth grade, ninth grade. Right? Jeez. I know. Back in the day. It is. I knew you wouldn't appreciate that as soon as I said it. Oh, absolutely. Indeed. Mm. So I'll talk about uh, what I've been playing. For just a second, because I know you've been playing some other games. I do want to kind of get your little. <laughs> well, <laughs> I do want to get your opinion on. So I've been playing uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Dose. Dose. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's we're doing true for it, all those people that don't know Spanish. For those uninitiated. <laughs> <laughs> so, in December, we are going to be doing a deep dive series into Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Uh, I am now a confirmed believer that this game is amazing. 
I told you. <laughs> I warned you. Uh, we are doing that series with Chris, who is one of our Patreon supporters. Uh, I don't know if it's his number one all time, but it's one of his favorite games of all time. It's pretty hot. Yeah. So him and I and Christian are review are recording these episodes in advance of December. So that series will come out in December. So I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Absolutely love it. Uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's like a, I don't want to say a poor man's version of Final Fantasy, <laughs> but it's like Final Fantasy. They're fam- they, they got some feelings in there, man. It, it's, it reminds me of 12, Final Fantasy 12, a little bit. Not necessarily the, uh, the art or the style, but like how the, you auto attack and stuff like that. Yeah, that auto attack had me at first. I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. But then you have to do a lot of shit. <laughs> you have to do a lot of work. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to jump into too much about Xenoblade Chronicles 2 because I do want to save it for the uh, Deep Dive series. We're doing that later. <laughs> yeah. So, stay tuned for that. But you've been playing some, I, some, I played some things. I played Diablo 2 beta. Which is what I really want to fucking talk about. <laughs> so, that was fantastic. Yeah? Like, I compared the... the so, when you ever... You, I don't... Did you play it? No, I didn't get a chance. So... Two, no, I'm not the new one, the old one. Do you play the no. original? Okay. So the original, you had the necromancer, the sorceress, the Amazon, the barbarian, and the paladin, I believe, is what you had mm-hmm. before the DLC. So when the DLC came out, you had the druid, the assassin that came out. Yeah. So they revamped them all they have the same like engine how they entered like so you picked on the barbarian before you picked your name or whatever he would do like a little animation mm-hmm. well like the barbarian in the original was like fucking stout <laughs> this one looks really scrawny <laughs> I was like that's not what a barbarian looks like <laughs> you're a fucking liar <laughs> but the sorceress she would pull out this lightning over her staff and it was fucking dope back Ooh. in the day because, you know, graphics. Mm-hmm. It's even more dope, Ooh. you know, in this one. So I the, heard they revamped, like, the uh, the openings, like, the, all the CGI, like, all the, the, all the cinematic two, scenes. Cinematic scenes are fucking... You played Diablo 3, right? Yeah. They look just like that, but a little better. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It was so crystal clear. Like, uh, you got to watch the first act when you started playing. Mm-hmm. And it was... Mm, I watched it. I was like... Oh my god, it feels so good. <laughs> but um, I got to play it for two days because it was I I reserved it because I'm I'm gonna who's not gonna get it? I mean, <laughs> oh, we don't want to get into that. Subject. <laughs> anyway, so I, I did buy it, and the only discrepancies I really have with it was the looting. Mm-hmm. Not the looting, looting per se, and the attacking because. The attacking is hit and miss. Like the the like I was using the Amazon. That's what I always used. That or the barbarian. So the Amazon uses bows and javelins and spears and whatnot. Anyway, so I was using a bow. That the you see the arrow go, but like the enemy would be like four meters away from you mm-hmm. from the arrow and die. Like you would completely miss this dude, he'd die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Okay. <laughs> it's like a little glitchy. It. W- I have a feeling that's the game. I really do. I have a feeling that betas, they're done with it. It was just a beta. And I don't think they're fixing any of it. I mean, it comes out, what, next month? Or yeah. it come out in uh, October? It comes out October. Fuck. 
Yeah, so that's, that's some time to to fix not some to issues. fix that. <laughs> I don't know. They fixed they fixed uh Cyberpunk really quick. <laughs> See, they're coming out with a new update for that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, is is they they were selling that for Best Buy for ten dollars. God damn! Oh, and you got you got Steelbook for with it. I was like, ah. I may have to go do that because I really want it. I mean, I have a PlayStation Five now, so I mean, it might be all right. I was like, bro, ten dollars? You get a Steelbook with it? <laughs> that might be hashtag worth it. Well, <laughs> but the the looting. So in the in the PC, it would be all right because you can click on what you want. But when you stand over it with the console, you have to like angle yourself just fucking right just to pick up something because you'll have like potions out the ass and then that one ring that drops in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And you have to like step like two steps to the left or and four steps forward before you can even highlight it. And if it highlights. So half the time you have to pick up everything and then drop everything hmm. on the console one. It's quite annoying. And then the healing. I remember in the old way, you know, the PC, because I played on PC. I didn't play it on, obviously, the console because I didn't have it back then. So, like, one, two, and three was my healing. So, healing was, like, not important mm-hmm. during this beta. Like, the only thing that could hurt me was elites. And the special monsters, those are the only people that can hurt me. Everybody else would walk up to me and they'd be swinging at me. My health would never move. So they wanted you more experience the uh, the gameplay rather than hmm. rather than actually fa- uh, meeting difficulty. And then when you started getting hit, like your health was like, I'm like oh <laughs> shit, got tea bagged. Basically, and then when you go to heal, if it wasn't the rejuvenate, you had three different potions. You had the mana potion, rejuvenation potion, and the healing potion. Rejuvenation's instant. Everything's instant. The healing potion, you're still taking damage, but it's going to fill up when it fucking feels like it. I mean, it's a little challenging with that because if you're getting your ass whipped and you throw a healing potion down, you better throw it down pretty early because it'll take about two seconds before it even starts activating. But, I mean, everything's still the same. Mm-hmm. I, like, everything is still the same from previous. The skills are all still there. The only really downside I had like my major thing is the skills so how you assigned your skills so if you said you switch weapons because you can you can have two different weapons so I had like a bow on one set and then I flipped it over and had a javelin set your skills don't swap they stay the same so you have like eight skills you can put up and they stay the same until you change them Mm -hmm. and it's quite annoying yeah, I can see that. Because if I was doing a bow, I'm going to use my bow skills. And then I'll switch to my at my javelin. I'm going to switch to my javelin skills. But it doesn't do that. That's dumb. Yeah, it's it's really... I hope they fix that. But, I mean, other than that, I think I almost got to Act 2, which was tedious. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, it was everything I expected. Did you do the swap back and forth between the graphics? I did. How'd that look? Like, it was instantaneous? No. Not. That's where they uh, marketed it as. That's the beta. It's not going to be instantaneous. They already had other problems. I had other people glitching out and or not being able to log in or losing their character and shit Mm -hmm. like that. But, I mean, I didn't have any of those problems. Like I said, I had the desyncing of the attack. I don't know if it was just the beta or (laughs) just shitty. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, 
It's exactly the same replica, just better graphics. I'm excited to play it. Like the only people they couldn't let you play, like you could play, you could play the druid, the paladin, the barbarian, the sorceress, and the Amazon. It was the only people you could play. Mm-hmm. You couldn't play the necromancer, and you couldn't play the assassin. The fuck! I want to play the necromancer. <laughs> give, give me them all. Like the necromancer is the best one. Fucking raise a fucking army. That was the fun back in the day. Mm-hmm. If you leveled it up enough, dude, you'd I'd have like fucking seven, eight, nine fucking skeletons and a golem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've been thinking about getting it for the uh, PlayStation. I have it for a uh, Switch. It's just nah, no, 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 no. Bad Matthew. Bad Matthew. No. Play the, the games you already have. <laughs> not gonna be for the Switch. Huh? Not. Nah, nah, I don't. I don't want it for the Switch by any means. What Diablo two? Yeah. Why? The problems it already has with the console. Just imagine the problems on the Switch. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was talking about Diablo three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was also originally thinking that I was gonna get Diablo two for the Switch. But. I mean, I would go get Diablo three and go play with Carmen. Yeah, I have Diablo three. I don't. Oh, dick. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because I asked you for it, and you were like, I sold it. I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still like $50. It is. Got that Switch tax. Fucking bastards. Fuck uh, you also played uh, another beta, didn't you? Oh, we... we actually, uh, I take that back. I did play something else. I played uh, Back for Blood. Yeah, I didn't play that. You didn't play that? No. So... I worked the fucking days that, uh, you know... The fuck are you pulling out? I don't know. Don't pull out. Ooh. Fucking do that. Crazy <laughs> ass. Pulling out is everything. Just good. leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> so I played, when I say like 30 minutes, like 30 minutes. You played with old Eric? No, because this motherfucker right here is like, let's, let's do some big for blood. Me, 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 me. And I'm like, let's fucking do it. He's like, oh, I gotta go eat. I'm gonna take a nappy. <laughs> I'm like, you're a little bitch. So I'll be here. You let me know when you're done eating. So, like, hour and a half later he texts me he's like you ready to play no I guess shit I gotta do now <laughs> maybe I'll come back later what the fuck were you eating <laughs> and uh, I text him at like 8 or 9 o'clock that night yeah that's not happening dude <laughs> he, look I have very minimum like a very short time frame to play games you better be there or I'm not gonna play <laughs> we're not gonna be playing be there or be square be there or be square so I enjoyed it I'm I'm definitely intrigued to to buy it. I'm I think I'm going to wait though because it did seem, and it, it could just been the beta, that it was just a little slow, a little laggy, a little bit. Uh, but I think the I think the gunplay and all that it feels it feels good. It feels like Shout Left 4 Dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it feels like Left 4 Dead, and that's really what all I want. I mean, literally. But am I going to play this game outside of playing with friends? I don't know. That's going to be the issue. I would not. Yeah. Because playing by yourself sucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Oh, too well. (laughs) Right. I play with myself all the time. So, yeah. I I enjoyed it. I just didn't get enough time to to dive into it. Uh, They don't really. They don't really go over the tutorial with you. Which is weird. Because. You have like trading cards that you can get now in it, and it it's like uh, they're like boost, like oh. like you draw like so many cards before you join the match, mm. and it boosts you. It gives you like little perks or whatever. Mm. Mm. But 
like I went to my first match, I didn't know how to fucking heal. So because like, they don't they don't fucking tell you that. So the tutorial aspect, unless I just fucking missed it, you probably did. They uh they they didn't they didn't put it readily uh, available for you. They didn't you know put a bow on it for yes. you. Yes. Hicko. Hey, this is how you fucking heal. <laughs> Press left to heal now. <laughs> but you can also uh be one of the zombies, which was fun. Left for dead. Yeah. Right there. So you gotta. Obviously, you got to be away from the group. Like, you cannot be seen. You have to be hidden to respawn. That's stupid. Yes. So, every time you die, you have to run away to a spot where you're hidden to respawn. And you have to wait to respawn. It's not like you get far away and then it's automatic. You got to wait like 10 seconds. That's dumb. I'm like, bro, let's fucking go. Right. And it just feels super... It just feels super slow. Like it feels real sluggish. Like with the controls. Like I, like I feel like the characters move so fucking slow. Um, that's just that's just me though. But it, it's definitely a game that I'm going to keep my eye on. I'm gonna look at some reviews first before I end up buying. It's it. not an anthem, is it? <laughs> no, this is actually fun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the graphics actually look pretty good. I know there's been some uh, controversy out there about the graphics versus like Call of Duty. Guys, this is not Call of Duty. This isn't fucking Call of Duty. Okay, this is fucking Left for Dead. Okay, this is like, this is, I don't want to say a child's version of Call of Duty. It's like Wind Waker versus fucking Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it's it's just more. I don't know the word I'm looking for. More friendly, I guess. User friendly. User not user friendly, but more more lighthearted. <laughs> it's not it's it's not serious like Call of Duty is. Oh. So the graphics aren't going to be there because we don't need this game for graphics. We need the game for gameplay and playing with your friends. If they have the graphics like Call of Duty did, they wouldn't have as many zombies on the goddamn map. Right. Exactly. Because it would be slow as fuck. Yeah. Slow as fuck. It would. That would drag. That, that frame rate would suck. <laughs> It'd be like <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> But yeah, that's a, that, I forgot about uh, I forgot about that game. I downloaded Tales of Arise demo i have not played it yet but that game looks fucking dope it looks like it looks like scarlet nexus like the animations it looks straight up anime and i've heard really good things about the uh the demo i have to go look at that one I indeed sir I touch myself i mean <laughs> i think if you gotta touch myself Ooh. i swear vanessa <laughs> it's the fembots <laughs> They were coming out of their bubblies. <laughs> Jets. <laughs> you want smoke and a pancake? And blunt and a waffle? <laughs> Bong and a blitz? <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you've been playing, sir? Nope. That's it. All right. Let's jump into the last Ronin issue number two. Uh, we've already done issue number one. Obviously, that's why we're on issue number two. Uh, if you have not listened to that to that uh, review, that deep dive into issue number one, Go back a few episodes and listen to that and then come into this so you're not getting spoiled on what happened uh, there versus now, okay? So go check that out. Or you don't really give a shit and you're ready to go. Let's fucking do it, okay? The Last Ronin, issue number two. So this was released on February 17th. Uh, I'm going to give you out the little fun facts first and then we'll jump into just your general impressions mm. of the comic. So the cover shows Raphael. Yeah, he looks pissed the fuck off. Pretty huge. He's holding his says. 
his size, and uh, he's attacking the Foot Clan. It shows him with broken arrows in his legs, so he's like getting beat the fuck up, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really enjoy the artwork. The I think it's a great cover. Uh, I'm trying to look at some of the additional covers that they have at the other retail places, and I really fucking like some of these, like some of this artwork, dude. This one where the it's like a wanted poster from him. I like the Ooh. ones when they did the individual ones. What you mean? Like one with Leo and yeah, all those. those all are these, hot. yeah, those are hot. Uh, this that one looks like like Robin. <laughs> I like these little little funny ones though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so lots of dope looking artwork, but you know you got to go to specific places around the country to get those. But what did you think about the comic? Just just overall, um, it's a huge change of pace from the first one. It is like disgustingly different. I mean, there's a little there's a little action in it, but the first one is like balls to the wall, dude. It's like fucking zero to eighty and like nothing flat. This one's more steady paced, more character development, yeah, giving you backstory on everything. Oh yeah, like I enjoyed this one. Like I actually had to like read it twice because like I, when I read comics, I like to look at all the artwork, all that, and then I go back into the story so mm-hmm. so I don't miss anything because I'm I'm there if I'm it's kind of hard to do both, mm-hmm. especially when you're trying to deep dive into these this comic because you have to see everything. So I was actually. And we'll get to this point in just a minute because it's it's literally at the very beginning of the comic. I was I was reading it and I'm I'm I tell you when I'm when I'm reading this comic for the, Di- the deep dive series, I'm I read it and then I go back and I I with a fine comb I'm looking at all the detail and I'm looking at one of the, the artwork and I'm like, why the fuck is that? Why the fuck did she have like a prosthetic leg in her room? <laughs> like they don't they don't fucking mention it. No. It it, it all you see is in the artwork. And then it's like what two or three pages later, she actually it goes back to the to the prosthetic, and you're like, oh well, this would have been weird if I would have missed that originally. Right now, I've been like, what the fuck? Where, where did this come from? Where'd your leg go? <laughs> <laughs> but I agree, it's a huge change of pace in comparison to the first one. The first issue is nonstop action, and it's super fucking dark at the very end. <laughs> right, so fucking dark. This one. And like it, it's been several weeks since I've 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 read it, so going over this deep dive series is going to be a little bit of a refresher for me. I read it. I read it this morning. Yeah. So it, it to me it's more of a character building backstory type of issue, which I, I feel like they need. Uh, I think they skipped over. Obviously, Raphael's on the cover, so we know it's going to be diving into his story a little bit more. Yeah. But they skipped over that pretty quickly. They did, it and that's my brief. only. Com- that's my only complaint. Right. It lasted only a few pages, and then it was just it was done. Kind of disappointing. Yeah, like you didn't get, you didn't get the post effects of of him dying. They didn't even show him dying. No, they showed him dying. Did they? Yeah. I don't believe you. It's when they're they're fighting in the water. I knew I knew that part, but, but I didn't see well, it. They, they don't specifically show him like dead. You so just you assume. don't know he's dead, dead bitch. So you assume. And that's that's my only issue with this issue, is the fact that they just skip over that so so quickly. Like this is supposed to be devoted to Raphael. I want to see some more Raphael in this. Right. I want more of his story, you know. But overall, great comic. I, I think I think the first one is a little bit better. Oh yeah, I agree, hundred percent. And it's mainly because of the ending of the first one that really sets that over the edge for me. 
But that's not saying this is a bad issue. I, I really do love this issue. Oh, I love this comic so far. It's 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 as advertised. It's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it's, is not what I expected by any means, and I am very happy about that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I I always wanted a dark turtles, mm-hmm. and now that you know, it, the cat's out of the bag. You know, Michelangelo is the only one left. I wanted a dark all of them, but I mean, take what you can get. Exactly. And I, I, I absolutely agree with you. Dark and gritty Ninja Turtles. This is not your 90s animated, 90s uh, turtle movies. Not turtles, turtles. time. <laughs> yeah. This is this is dark, and this is them fucking pissed off. Yeah. There's killing. <laughs> this is the dark night of uh, Ninja Turtles. They're actually, like, fucking killing people. It's, like, <laughs> yes. There's, there's lots of blood. <laughs> there's no fucking, oh, I knocked him out. No, there's fucking, like, heads coming off kind of shit. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into... The, this issue obviously and I mean I don't need to repeat it but there are spoilers ahead I mean obviously we already talked about some spoilers so if you've listened to this far and you got spoiled I don't know what to tell you <laughs> I told you multiple times that we were going to talk about this sucks to suck <laughs> sucks to suck so you open the first page this is part two called first to fall and like I said this is about Raphael or supposed to be about Raphael and we start off with now so we're in the the, the current time the present April's laying in bed. It zooms in on her on her face over three different pictures. She's tearing up. She looks old. Uh, wrinkles on her face. And then we go to then we do, take a little flashback. And I love the the change in color tone and the artwork when they go back and forth between timelines. Uh, they flashback using more of a yellow color tone, like the Turtle Dream from issue number one. Indeed. Uh, it shows a building. It's called the Second Time Around Antique Store. Uh, apparently, it's April's apartment. April is asking Casey why the turtles are, are are taking so long to get there. And she asked Casey if he told them 6.30 sharp, right? Uh, because the food's getting cold. Well, Casey tells April to, you know, chill the fuck out. Like, bro, they'll be here in a fucking minute. Uh, because they're coming from the lair and it's a pain in the butt to get anywhere from there, from the sewers. Uh, apparently they invited the turtles over for dinner to break the news to them that Casey and April are, are engaged now. So that was interesting. They finally, finally tied the knot. It's about time. Jeez. (laughs) Casey mentions that she, he he can't believe that she said yes. I can't believe she said yes. (laughs) If we're being honest. (laughs) I know, right? As much as they fucking hate each other. Right. Dude, they were like at each other's throats the whole time. (laughs) Every time, like every version of each other. Each other's mm-hmm. It's great. So April tells Casey that he took long enough to, to ask her, and she used to think that she was going to have to ask him to marry her out of pity. <laughs> <laughs> if it's only that simple. Right. Uh, Casey has his heartfelt moment with April where he tells her about the streets and never let him care about anyone else other than himself, and that without her and the turtles, he would not have a life. Uh, Casey and April agree that it's unlike the turtles to be this late, so April calls Donnie, and at this time, Raphael busts through the door. Uh, he's bloodied. He's beating the shit. Looks like shit. Uh, he's you know, he, everywhere, bro. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got blood everywhere. Uh, he talks about an ambush. Casey Jones checks on him, saying he is hurt. Uh, Michelangelo and Donnie walk in, holding up Splinter. Uh, everyone is beating the shit at this point. Uh, so they got in a real, real, uh, real big fight. Uh, Donnie tells April to get the med kit. It cuts back to April laying in bed back in the uh, present time like she's having a nightmare. 
uh, and it's putting her head in her hand. There's, and this is what I was talking about a minute ago. There's a hand and a leg prosthesis slash robot parts, uh, and it's laying on her nightstand and on the floor. And then uh, it cuts back to the past. April, Mikey, Casey, and Donnie are gathered around Splinter. Splinter is beaten to shit, and he is actively dying at this point. I was kind of surprised that they actually killed him in this issue. Spoiler alert: uh, they killed him in this. I thought yeah. they were. I thought they were going to save him for a little bit later. Yeah, I get. Uh, but then, if you think about it, him dying would cause them to. Fracture and fracture, and, and that would if that was the way to, to stop the turtles, that was the way to stop the turtles. That makes sense, it does. <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they're gathered around Splinter, he's beating a shit. April, being Captain Obvious, she's like, This is bad, no fucking shit. He looks like shit. So, she asked Donnie to help her cut his clothes off to patch the wounds, but Donnie is shell shocked, uh, pun intended, by the way. <laughs> and <laughs> and he has like that deer in the headlights look like he knows there's nothing they can do there's nothing he can do uh, she calls him and tells him to pull himself together uh, Casey asks who ambushed them it was apparently a large foot strike team that jumped them when they came out of the sewer uh, we find that Leo stayed behind to make sure they got clear so Leo is not there typical fucking leader yeah right savage uh, Casey is pissed and tells Raph that they need to get Leo. And, of course, Raphael is pissed off. He's always pissed off. He's ready. And he wants to go fuck up some Foot Clan. Fucking body count. So, at this time, Leo then comes through the door and tells Raph to stand down. He tells the group that he managed to get the Foot to retreat back to the east side of the city. Apparently, there was some sort of truce between the Turtles and the Foot, apparently, that we learned. Uh, Leo asks how Splinter's doing. April advises that he's lost a lot of blood, and she isn't sure that they can save him without a real doctor. Leo tells Casey to pull the van around so they can move Splinter so he can be treated by Dr. Lee. Uh, Splinter speaks about a war between Oroku and Hamato, uh, Karai trying to end it once and for all. We assume this is where Splinter dies. He's not seen again. I mean, you're, you're, you're looking at it right now. Yeah. It doesn't... It doesn't explicitly say he's dead right here. I'm real time eight. <laughs> uh, they kind of just show him, and they don't explicitly say like that he the died. The last thing is like Leo saying, damn it. I mean, obviously it's towards Raph because yeah. he's not there. But Yeah, that's. I was like, so that is another issue with this, with the two issues that I've seen so far is some of the bigger moments are kind of harder to to guess what they're trying to do because they don't explicitly tell you that's what's going on. Like, in the first issue, when he's... Did he stab himself, or did he not stab himself? He didn't. And in this one, did Splinter die right here? I, I don't see him the rest of the issues. So I'm, I'm, assu- I'm, I'm assuming he died. S- I'm not saying... They mention it later on that he they died. They did mention... Yeah, I remember Raph saying he did die, but then Raph wasn't there long enough to... No. To know if he did die or not. So... <laughs> and then, like I said about Raphael dying, that doesn't really show him... I mean, he's just, a turtle. He can go underwater. All it shows is his sigh, just floating. Yeah. With blood around it. But then again, the titles, first of all. So, yeah, I mean, is that Raph or is that Splinter? <laughs> technically, Splinter. <laughs> Fair. So, Mikey calms Splinter down and tells him it'll be okay. We go back to the present. Late April's laying in bed. We find out that the prosthetics finally are in her room for her. 
She puts on the robotic arm and leg. She has an amputated left forearm and a right, a.k.a. above the knee amputation for those uninitiated. <laughs> yes. Uh, she drops a leg. It's too far for her to reach. Uh, now we cut to Ronan. Again, uh, from the first issue, I said, I'm not going to name him Michelangelo. I'm just going to say Ronan in regards to, to Mikey. Uh, he's trying to light a match. He can't believe that April's alive. So apparently they haven't spoken to each other in, what, 10 years or something like that? Yeah. Uh, he's sitting at a table with the three other turtles. Ronan is without his mask while the other turtles have their He individual- looks creepy as shit, by the way. Right. Uh, he has. He doesn't have his mask on. All the other turtles do have their mask on, but they're darkened like they are uh, spirits hallucinations, kind of like in the first issue. Uh, apparently, there was some type of explosion that April was involved in, hence the missing uh, limbs. Right. Uh, Ronan is still trying to light a match and use a light, use it to light a stove. Uh, managed to light it and puts tea on it, so they're they're drinking around the table with tea. We now get some of of most dialogue between the turtles. Ronan is sitting there thinking about how he couldn't remember anything about the explosion. Donnie and Leo call out Ralph saying he flipped out and did something stupidly hot-headed again, which is Ralph. I mean, classic Ralph. Ralph? Yeah. What did I say? Ralph. <laughs> yeah, Ralph. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Ralph? Who the fuck's Ralph? <laughs> the little, Ra- little mouse. <laughs> you, remember, you remember that book? Yeah. What the fuck was the name of that book? Was it Ralph? Yeah. Right. You know, something else. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I, know I remember having a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways. So, Raph replies with, how many times has my stupid hot head saved all your asses? And you're like, yeah, but how many of those incidents did you actually put them in there? Right. Dick. Just saying. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Pay Peter, you know, rip off Peter to pay Paul. Indeed. Uh, Ronan's still talking, thinking to himself. He keeps saying never enough. So he's still kind of just beaten down spiritually at this point. Uh, Raph responds with some savagery. He says, well, at least I didn't try to off myself at the first whiff of failure. I was like, God damn. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) That's savage. Fucking right to the heart. (laughs) Right. Uh, Ronan still, uh, I already said that. Shit. Messed up my notes here. Stop that. Uh, Ronan goes ballistic, calls Raph a stupid fool, basically selfish, that he makes everything about him, which is true. Uh, He says that he has fought every battle that Raph has fought, even the dumb ones that he started. Also true. There are no no lies here. Ronan screams that he went into the tower mission knowing that it was a one-way trip, that he didn't expect to come back alive, and he did it for their father, for their family, and for honor. And it cuts to him talking to an empty table now. (laughs) Just talking to himself. Wow. And Ronan has his own little monologue as he pours teas into four cups for each turtle. He should have died from the fall. He lost the battle, but the war goes on. Seems like he has more of a clear mind now. Like mm-hmm. he's not as just in this rage mode. Yeah, he's not fucking full on ready to just yeah. die. Uh, says he will finish what they started and what Splinter raised them to do. They toast to the last Oroku, which is Shredder. Uh, back to the past, where Raph is running along the rooftops into the subway. A passenger briefly notices him jumping off the train, but doesn't think anything of it, because that would be crazy. Uh, Raph starts talk, taking out the Foot Clan in the sewer. People can hear him asking the Foot, where's Karai from the surface? 
It cuts to Karai and her Foot Clan hideout. She gave the Foot one command, and that was to kill the mutants. She is pissed that they retreated back uh, and wallowing in their failure. Karai announces that the truce between the Foot and the Hamato clans has been broken and that they need to finish what they started. So, Raphael is full rage mode at this time. Attacks the, the Foot Clan at the hideout. Dozens of Foot. Slicing and dicing his way through the crowd. Killing folks with his size. Some good action sequences here. And I do love the more of the darker uh, color with the artwork there during the sequence. Kind of distinguishes it from the rest of the rest of the issue. Uh, let's see here. Where, where it am I reminds at? me of more red, like Wrath. Yes. Yeah, it does It does have like a... Uh, a reddish tint. A reddish, like brown tint to it. Yeah. It almost looks like... Not even going to mention it, because that would be gross. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you know what I'm saying. I do, and it's gross. <laughs> but thanks. That's a hard pass. Oh, shit. Uh, Karai tells the foot to destroy the beast. Raph tells her to bring it on. Basically, let's fuck. Let's go. All I, I, I want... I didn't want to hear him say bring it. I wanted him to say fucking fuck you. I'm going to fuck you. That's what I wanted him to I say. I like... Make it a little more dirty. Right? He's about to kill a bitch. <laughs> uh, so Raphael is running through the crowd, killing the foot. Uh, they're getting their hits on Raph with arrows, spears, swords, and knives. Raph's calling out Karai for sending her wimps to do her dirty work and that she made the mistake once already. Uh, he says that she killed... He says that she killed his father, so we've learned that Splinter is dead at that point. But like Christian mentioned a minute ago, how does he know that? Because he's, he was not there. So I'm guessing he assumes at this point that he's dead. Uh, and that he, she ambushed his family. This only ends one way. They start fighting. Uh, there's some great action artwork right here. She manages to slice his arm, and then Raph punts her. Oh, and he stabs her in the arm, too. Yeah, uh, okay, manages to slice his arm, stab her. He stabs, her. He stabs her right in the fucking arm. Oh yeah, he fucking does. Fucking shank that bitch, and then he fucking punted her. <laughs> Cunt punt? <laughs> like legit punted her. Uh, they continue to uh, exchange blows. Shout out. Uh, Karai tells Raph that she will not fail like her soldiers did. Uh, Raph tells her that she missed an attack, and he does a follow up attack. To which she responds, "No," and they plummet into the river, continuing the fight underwater. They deal death blows, shout out, to each other. The side to Karai's back. Karai stabs Raph in the jaw, and then lots of blood, and he lets go of his side, and he floats in blood-red water. And that's kind of where we assume that he is dead at that point, because all we get is a picture of his side just floating. So, boom. It almost looks like she stabbed him in the eye. I know. I, know, uh, I got... Look, when I, when I read this comic... I go back and read some like uh, some recaps of it just to make sure I got everything right and that I'm looking at everything correctly. And a lot of it just says he gets stabbed in the jaw. It doesn't look like that. I mean, and here it does. Yeah, there, there it does. Not there. So Karai rises to the surface while Raph sinks lifeless. He is dead at this moment. And then that's where I'm getting at. We're only a few pages into this, into this comic. And he's already dead. And that's like the last we ever hear about uh, Raphael So the rest of this comic. So we're back to the present. April asks Ronan why he is up and that he should be resting. Ronan mentions he made some tea, that 
I'm, I'm assuming they're in the sewer hideout at this point. That's April's new house. Yeah. Uh, she mentions that this used to be Ronan's kitchen before she moved in. Uh, they have a casual conversation about how old the tea is and that li- April lives off of high caffeine these days and that some days there's just not enough. Curious if she drinks high concentration caffeine to stay awake to avoid the nightmares? What do you think, sir? Uh, yeah, I would, I would hope so. Because <laughs> your nightmares are fucked up. <laughs> Not only are you fucked up, you have fucking, oh, fucking Mikey come up on this bitch <laughs> to remind you of all of it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming if I had to, not, not nitpick as in a bad sense, but like kind of take a deeper dive into the meaning behind the caffeine, I think she's just trying to, She's trying to drink as much to stay awake because she doesn't have to ever see those dreams. Yeah. Uh, Ronan looks at April's robotic arm, and April notices this and questions him if he is wondering about it. He apologizes. He looks down. He looks thrown off by it. Uh, They're having a chill moment. She mentions that her arm and leg were souvenirs from the last time they saw each other. So it's been since that night where Splinter died that they haven't seen each other. So I'm curious if they're going to kind of explore more of what happened past that point in later issues or or I, what? I hope so. Like, yeah. I hope, I hope, and this is when I was reading when I was like, I hope there wasn't like the foot went back and while they were, and they blew up mm-hmm. her apartment. Because we still have to learn out what Kate, where Casey is. Now, no spoilers for number three, issue number three, because I have not read it. But I do know the cover of number three is Casey Jones' hockey mask. Mm. on the front so mm. we're gonna learn what happened to casey jones maybe that goes back to this little point in time where april gets her shit you know blown up who knows mm. uh, you have, you'll have to find out on the next episode indeed uh so ronan is acting a little standoffish like he's in this surreal moment and he's kind of distant april wants to do some catching up but not before she makes breakfast of course fresh eggs from the black market <laughs> Who knew eggs would be in the black market? Right. Shit? Apparently, food is now more synthetic in this dystopian world. Okay. <laughs> uh, April tells Ronan that he he really rattled Hiroto's cage with his tower mission. She tells him that he's lucky to be alive. Ronan doesn't know how he survived his fall because he would he would have died if he were younger. April tells him that his mutation has progressed over the years and that he is even healing faster than normal. Uh, Ronan is confused by how he got back to the lair. April tells him to hold that thought and yells for Casey. And he is absolutely shocked and questions whether Casey is still alive. But it is not the Casey Jones that you are uh, that you are thinking. It is actually their teenage daughter, Casey. She, she got busy. <laughs> right? Uh, Casey Marie Jones is actually her name. So we finally get the reveal of that girl from the first one, that little biker chick that saved... Ronan that issue, we finally get the reveal right here that is actually April's daughter, uh, Casey Marie Jones. And, yeah, I'm just going to skip all of that. Um, we go back to Hiroto's tower. He is training with the foot can- the clan, commands them to kill him or he will kill them. Uh, a foot soldier manages to get a little hit on Hiroto at the time. He compliments the excellent strike and that it was almost masterful and then he fucking kills him. <laughs> He's like, nah, bitch. I'm going to fucking fuck you up. <laughs> and you're dead. <laughs> he uh, slits the dude's throat in a savage moment. Uh, Hiroto asks the newly appointed captain, Captain Fukudu, Fukoda, for a full update on Ronin. He advises that they have not found the Ronin. 
Uh, Hiroto says that there used to be a time when the turtles would slink through the alleys and run across rooftops without any trouble. And they had the audacity to brand themselves as ninjas. But the truth was far less impressive than that. I was like, God damn. What a dick. (laughs) What a dick. He tells Fukuda to shift their tactics, and he wants all troops engaged in full crackdown of the city inside and out. Uh, Once they capture him, they will destroy him with extreme public prejudice. Uh, Now reveal that Hiroto killed Aikusa for the failure to capture Ronin. She was the the captain from the first issue. Hmm. And it cuts to a decomposing skull on a pike with a crow picking one of the eyeballs out. Super great detail. Right. Fucking love that. I fucking love that little artwork right there. Um, Then we go back to the lair. Uh, April, Casey, and Ronan finish up breakfast. It's been a long time since Ronan's had a home-cooked meal. He explains, or or excuse me, Casey explains the divided districts of the city, top, middle, and bottom. Uh, April interrupts and tells Casey that they will tell Ronan all that once he gets some rest and tells Casey to grab him some fresh linen. Casey tells Ronan that she's been practicing kendu since she was little. Her mind is blown to finally meet one of the turtles that she has been hearing about since she was little. She heard so many stories and even saw old photos. Basically storybook heroes to her. So he was the funny one. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Not anymore. (laughs) You used to be the funny one. Uh, He's super serious now. (laughs) Yeah, super serial. (laughs) She then leads Ronan to a table where all the turtle masks and weapons are. She... He thanks Casey for grabbing all the stuff. She mentions that she didn't want to leave anything behind, especially after she saw him about to kill himself. She understands why he would want, why he would want, uh, why he would want that. Ronan questions whether she told April or not, and Casey didn't want to ruin the little bit of hope that was in her eyes again. I was like, fair enough. No, she I mean she's really called him it, oh Sabuku. I was like, yeah, you tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to tell my mom because. You're that that bitch. would shame her. <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> Couldn't see it through. <clears throat> so Ronan questions. Wait, I already asked that. So Ronan thanks her for not saying anything to April. Says he can repay her by telling her more about a journal that used to be Splinter's. Uh, it's in Japanese. Uh, contains special instructions of different kinds of martial arts styles, techniques, and life lessons. Casey asks where Ronan has been all this time. He tells Casey that after all the bad stuff has happened, it was just too much to handle. So basic, basically, he goes into the mountains and becomes like a like a hermit, just about. And then we get some different artwork right here. Shows a different time frame of when he was gone. He tells Casey, like I said, he went to the mountains. He had never been there before. He is cold-blooded, so he didn't stand a chance at surviving. So he found a final resting place. He doesn't know how long he laid on the ground waiting to die, but his body would not let him. Uh, He started hearing voices telling him he needed to survive and to complete his destiny. He even started searching deep within for the answers for what to do. Eventually, the cold mountains warmed up and he found solitude. He read Splinter's journal repeatedly to find the balance or a final piece of some sort. He spent years alone thinking this place was a stupid reward or a deserved punishment. And then the real world found him again, wanting to kill him because he's a freak. And basically, he just, he welcomed the pain. You know, all these people finding him and trying to attack him, he just welcomed it. Because he felt like that's what he, what he needed and what he deserved at the time. And then, uh, 
Let's see here. And then he realized that the people were laughing and enjoying it, taking a life just to take a life. They had no honor. Shows him with a broken spirit, tired. And then that's when he got pissed off. And he was raised, or excuse me, that got him pissed off. He was raised with respect and honor. He was trained from birth for redemption for his ba- or his family. He realizes that his destiny is on the battlefield to the end. And then we realize that Splinter's Journal was the path. It taught him all the forms of martial arts, how to adapt to any challenge, uh, any form of combat. He was the last of his clan, masterless Ronin. Uh, and this is when his training is finally complete. And I'm going to kind of skip over some of this shit. Um, he needs complete Master Splinter's final mission, which is to kill the last Oroku. Uh so yeah we're, we're okay we're almost to the end of the issue so casey points to the last page in the journal that says no peace and ronan responds that he still has work to do uh ronan is resistant to the idea because he doesn't want to be responsible for anyone else dying because casey wants to go with him to kill Oroku. uh casey won't take no for an answer tells him he wouldn't be here if it weren't for her and if he doesn't want help killing hiroto then he needs to get in line so she basically gives him an ultimatum. She sounds like April. I mean, if we're being honest. 100%. Right. So Ronan starts laughing and wonders if she is more like her dad or her mom. Fair enough. So this is the part where I had to do a little bit of research. And this is the the very end of the, the issue. It shows April walking to a safe, pulling out what appears to be a robot head slash helmet. Did you know what this was? No. Okay. Uh, the safe yeah. has the letters S-A- L-O on it. Uh, it is apparently the head of Fugitoid. I had to Google it because I didn't know what it was. Uh, apparently, he's an alien scientist named Professor Honeycutt whose body was transferred to the body of his android assistant, Sal, S-A-L. Fugitoid was created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird prior to the creation of the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of inserted them in, this guy, into the series. And then that's kind of where we end the issue is the the reveal of this fugitoid, which I don't know. I, I feel like it's a nice little cliffhanger, I guess right. you could call it. And but at the same time, it's like, would everybody know what that is? Yeah, only hardcore I mean, fans, but I don't. Yeah, I didn't know who it was. I had to do some research, so it's it's kind of a weird way to end it without giving it some a little more a little more hint. Yeah, like some kind of like dialogue to go along with it. Right. Like, oh, I'm going to go get this dude because he can do this or, or something like that. You know? Or like him say something. Yeah. Or she'd be like, oh, Honeycut or something. So, just something. Little little name drop maybe. Mm-hmm. Just something. No, no, nothing. I mean, we have more questions than we have answers. That's true. With it. Now we're like, why is she grabbing a head? Oh, why does she have the head? Sounds like we need to read episode three. It sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Who is Fugitoid? Why did I have to Google it? Because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know the answer. I know I can answer that one for you. <laughs> so my overall thoughts and opinions on the issue, I, I love it. I think it shows how much Mikey has changed from the very beginning, right before everybody started dying, uh, to what he is now. I mean, it goes from him being in the mountains. He's just broken. You know, he wants to. He just wants to die out in the out in the wilderness, but his body won't let him. And then, you know, he accepts pain. He gets beaten to shit just 
just to get beaten, you know, to feel something. Right. And then he realizes that, no, there's more to this. There's more to me. There's more to what I have to do. And then he kind of rises from the ashes like a phoenix. And then we get to issue one plus this. I just think there's so much character development between just a Michelangelo. Right. I mean, obviously he's the last one, so we're going to have to get some character development. A little bit. But I think this has given him some some of the most emotional depth than I've ever seen from from Michelangelo. I mean, you we from the movies and the cartoons and whatnot, you get it from Raphael and from Leo more than anything. Mm-hmm. Just because those are the easiest ones to develop, right? Uh, Michelangelo's always just been the the funny guy, the com right. the comedy out of the four. So I love that. I love how it showed his life experiences, his choices, his memories of his brothers that led him on this new path. I like the differences in the art styles. It really helped differentiate between the flashbacks and the uh, present reality. So overall, great issue. I just think it's a step below the first one. Clearly a step below. Step below. I think they went fucking hard in the first one. And then slow things down real like really bad in this one. Like they fucking went it's like right in the middle like when you do uh like a e brake. Like when you fucking drift in a car. Yes. It's fucking fast, 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 and then it's like, oh what the fuck am I uh, okay, there we go. We're, we're back on track now. I mean it's a five issue series, so I was kind of expecting them to slow down at some point, but I wasn't expecting them to slow, slow down. down so much in this. Right. And then to skip over the Raphael death scene so quickly so not to elaborate it in a little more like because you saw the hand somebody pulled Karai out mm-hmm. but you can't sit there and tell me Leo or somebody didn't see fucking I mean as soon as they saw Raph leave they didn't follow you know where he was going mm-hmm. so how do you so I'm assuming this is when Karai goes into that little stasis yeah, tube probably like to, she just has her wounds are just too great to, to heal from so they yeah. just put her in that little stasis tube like the, like the like Goku went in no, on Planet Namek capsule. <laughs> yes, yes, dude. It is taking you like a hundred episodes to heal yourself. <laughs> Will you fucking do it already, Jesus? <laughs> Go Super Saiyan. You fucking freeze up. Yeah, I I absolutely love it. I did too. I just oh. think I just think it's a step below. It was. I mean, I completely agree with you. It, I love the theme that they went on of each like flashback, like you said, had its own little thing, and then. The weird ass fucking animation at the end when he was training. They didn't. I don't know why they went that way, but it was different. It, it, very different. Like I didn't expect it when I flipped it. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm like, "Did Matt fuck with me?" <laughs> Did he try to draw it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely unique. I, I do like how they are. It's not like you know when I watch when I read uh, some of these Batman comics that I've been reading mm-hmm. or the manga or whatever. You know, it's kind of a consistent art style throughout. This, the series so far, is going back and forth between different no art styles. Next. Yeah, you have no idea what's next. And I think that's so refreshing mm-hmm. in, a, in a comic series to, to get that. I like it. Yeah, I love, love it. I like it. I like it a lot. So we're going to jump into uh, our Fuck, Mary Kill segment yes. next. I'm so fucking ready for this. I'm so ready. But before we do that, uh, if you like what we're doing here, you want to be a creator slash producer of our show Go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Support us at any of those tiers and do it in the next month. And your name will be thrown into a drawing 
four uh, to win for a chance to win some digital copies of the 4K extended editions of Lord of the Rings. So go to that patreon.com slash two game. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters. We have a new one. Michael King. Welcome, sir, to the shenanigans. Welcome. Uh, shout out to Michael King, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, and Lindsey Humble. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So thank you so much. I also started a new podcast for Patreon supporters called Rants and Raves, where it's basically what the name suggests. I rant about stupid shit in my life, at work, all that. It's very th- therapeutic for me, and it's it uh, it's entertaining for entertaining us. Entertaining for everybody else. It is. Uh, so go check that out. Now we have five podcasts. Indeed. Six episodes a week. Ooh. So patreon.com slash two game. Uh, you can also check out our other public podcast, which is Surfing the Stream. And that is where we do music, not music reviews, uh, movie reviews each and every week. So go check that out. Uh, patreon.com slash two game. Now this upcoming segment segment is only for Patreon supporters. And that is fuck, marry, motherfucking kill. So... If you want to hear the segment, go to patreon.com slash two game, or you will hear the end of the episode. Yeah. And we are back to your regular programming. Guys, I'm going to do a little bit of advertising right here. I think you should go to patreon.com slash two game uh, just so you can listen to the end of our Fuck Mary Kill segment. I'm, I'm patting myself on the back from that one. That was so fucking rigged. <laughs> <laughs> So rigged. I I don't think I've laughed as hard on a fuck Mary kill segment <laughs> than that one. Uh, uh, so yeah, patreon.com slash two game if you want to listen to that glorious segment. I feel so fucking betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir, what was your weekly recommendation? So I'm gonna do Spirit Chronicles. We talked about that earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It really is, and it it's like eight episodes in right now. Who knew? It's not finished by any means, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of waiting now because I fucking binged the shit out of it last night. Watched all eight episodes, and I'm like, oh, yeah, the fucking next one clicked nothing. I'm like, you motherfucker. Oh, because that dude was like, at the end of it, he was like, I know what I have to do now, and I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to kill everybody. I was like, oh. I want to watch you kill everybody. And then <laughs> nothing. I was like, you son of a fucker. So is it airing right now, or is it the season's finished and they're going to? It's airing right now. Okay. Bullshit. Ass. Spirit Chronicles. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna write that shit down. Spirit. It's on. It's on. Uh, it's sub, sir. It's not. Oh, subbed. But so that'd be pushed back. <laughs> yeah, but but it's still good to watch. It's really. It really is. I've been on a subbed kick here lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's in dubbed, I watch it in dubbed. But you know, I'm not a fucking heathen. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but but if I, if you want something, you know, I'm, I'll watch it in dubbed. I don't even give shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, subbed. I don't give shit. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I could probably watch anything in sub as long as it's not SAO. Yeah, you want to hear her voice. I know. Yeah, yeah, I do. Ha, ha. Oh. <laughs> so, weekly recommendation for me is going to be Children of Men. Have you ever watched that movie? That sounds like a porno and that you should probably not be anywhere around <laughs> schools. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it sounds like you should be around any kind of schools right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already banned from schools. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I moved to Louisiana and Mississippi. <laughs> right. So Children of Men is basically a dystopian future 
where it really kind of hits a little bit harder now because of the I don't want to say the fucking word, but we all know what we're fucking dealing with nowadays, right? Uh, But it basically a like a flu pandemic happens, Hmm. and like something happens, and basically I don't want to spoil anything. Basically, no children are being born. I'm okay with this. And the (laughs) the youngest child who is like 18 years years of age at the time dies, and he was the youngest at the time. Hmm. So it's been like 18 years since a child's been born. So it's got uh, it's got shit. Uh, Clive Owen in it. Is that his name? Oh, you watched the movie. I didn't. <clears throat> Clive Owen. I think that's his name. Uh, basically, he is. They find this pregnant chick, and he's just. It's it's basically a on the run type of movie where he's trying to protect this woman from so she can have her baby, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. the future. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so I think the cinematography is one of the most gorgeous looking movies ever. Mm. And they do some long takes of some of the some of the scenes and it feels like you're in the action. Like as shit's exploding, it mm. feels like and they have like two or three long take scenes that are fucking phenomenal. Mm. It's got great acting, great dialogue, great story. Uh it's like two hours I think. Uh I gave it four and a half stars on Letterbox. I think it's a Great choice if you're wanting a little bit of a different, but it's going to be hit a little bit harder because it's kind of talking about the same things that happen no. right now. But it's in like 2027. I mean, if my wife couldn't have any more kids, I'd be okay with it. Right. Probably mm. be a big old band whore. <laughs> Nobody can get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <And> ready. <laughs> you're uh, like Bruce Almighty. Close off. <laughs> My my luck would be like the one the one dude that could actually have kids. <laughs> 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 Fucking bullshit. <laughs> well, guys, that is going to conclude episode. Uh, what are we on? Forty-seven. What are we <laughs> on? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, we appreciate y'all joining us. Uh, let us know what you think about the last Ronin number two. Uh, do you like our kind of our setup? Do you want it to be more? I don't know. More vague as we go through the series, or do you want it to be more? Uh, straightforward as we've been doing it uh, let me know what flows better for y'all uh, and let me know what your opinions are on the last Ronin series up to this point are you enjoying it are you not and like I said earlier start getting or did, did I say this earlier or did I say it on the pre-show segment I think you said it on the pre-show oh um, start getting into Xenoblade Chronicles 2 that series is going to be coming up in December and then Christian and I will be starting uh Dark Knight Metal, mm. Dark Metal, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, the Batman series, uh, in a couple of weeks. Ooh. So get in preparation of that. Look on our Facebook page. If I can ever log back into Facebook, I will post it, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I will post the uh, the reading list for for that series. But that's conclude episode forty seven. We appreciate y'all joining us. We'll catch y'all next time. Next time, later.